or the person I'm talking to is here, how can I add value? Yeah, how can I help this person? I've got a service or a product that's going to give them some really good success. So how can I help to add value to that particular person? You're listening to The Fitness Industry Podcast, powered by Australian Fitness Network. For articles, resources, and inspiration to grow your fitness business and career, go to fitnessnetwork.com.au, where you can also find a huge range of online and face-to-face courses, accredited for CECs and other continuing education points, with up to a massive 40% discount for members of Australian Fitness Network. In this episode, legend of the fitness sales scene, China Richardson, talks rapport, clarity of motivation, and why you should decline clients if you can't over-deliver for them. With Network's Oliver Kitchenman. China, welcome to the Fitness Industry Podcast. Thank you, mate. It's good to be here. China, if a salesperson or PT's goal is to sell their service or product for basically their own benefit or profit, then is it really possible for them to sell authentically? Okay. Well, that's a um, straight off the bat. It's a it's a nice a nice question to start. You know, I think when it comes to selling, and absolutely everyone's got their um, individual motivations and goals for them to achieve what they need to achieve. But I think the the key to a membership consultant or a personal trainer and the key to their ability to be able to connect with someone, to then be able to really understand what that person is looking for. Once they understand the reasons this person is also motivated to achieve these goals they've been able to really get in and, and find out, then, of course, there's no doubting that a motivator for a salesperson is commission or it might be a... Uh, $75 one-hour PT session. Yeah. So the money is always there, and there's no doubt, but I think the driver for a salesperson or a personal trainer or whatever the person's role might be, the driver should be more about how I can connect with that person, understand what that person's need is, and then in turn how I can then help them achieve what they need to achieve. And obviously it becomes a win-win. Because, of course, if it's a PT training a client and they've got the goals they wanted to achieve, they've invested some money, which is great. The PT has the financial reward. And in that example, the client gets some great goals they've been able to achieve from a physical perspective or mental, whatever it might be. Okay, so, yeah, as long as you are making sure that you're selling the product or service that's right for the person you're talking to, not just trying to shoehorn them into something that you want to sell, then that's that's what you mean by authenticity. Absolutely. So... Authentic selling, you know, and especially in our industry, you know, being in the fitness industry for many years, I suppose in selling in general has this perception, you know, that there's people out there doing using dodgy sales tactics because it's true, you know, and there's, there's no doubt that there still is individuals and organisations that are still using smoke and mirrors, that are still being deceptive, and they're still negatively influencing people to make buying decisions they probably shouldn't have probably shouldn't have made. So authentic selling is really about going back to understanding why this person is coming to sit down with you. You know, so if it's someone that's they're walking into a gym and obviously they've got a motivator, it might be that you know they're from the UK, 
They've been here in Australia for two years. They've put on 15 kilos since they left the UK. And in a couple of months' time, they're going to go back to the UK. And so they're motivated right now is they don't want to go back to their friends and family and say, you know, what the hell happened to you in Australia? Okay, so they've given themselves six or nine months. They've got a really clear goal. Okay, now it's up to the salesperson, it's up to the personal trainer to be able to dig in, understand, you know, being authentic, being genuine, being real. And sometimes people might come to you and they they say they, they need to lose 20 kilos in one month. Well, you need to be absolutely honest because you're going to under you're going to overpromise and underdeliver. Yeah, so authentic selling is is exactly that. You know, being really genuine, showing that you care, understanding why that individual has come in to see you, whatever forum that might be, and um, and helping to achieve their goal. So, inauthentic selling is quite a problem in our industry. I think it's still within our industry and it's still in lots of industries because I think it has been as disappointing as it is, it's been successful, yeah? People have had success when I ring up a health club and I ask that health club, you know, how much is a gym membership and the person's trained to say, no, no, we don't give price over the phone. What we do is we want you to come down And for 10, 15 years, that strategy has worked. But now in 2017, what do you do? You ring a club, they don't give you a price, no worries. Well, I'll get on Facebook. I'll get online. And then I'll go to my friends. This guy, I called it the particular chain it might be. Um, Has anyone had a membership there? How much is it? And 15 or 20 people come back and give you the feedback. So it's in your best interest as an owner-operator or a large organisation because information's everywhere now, it's in your best interest to then have a conversation with the person on the phone, understand what their needs are, and then give them the genuine, honest feedback, our memberships looking at $20 per week or whatever it might be. And I think that type of behaviour, as technology gets better, as we use social media, more and more of that, they can't use the smoke and mirrors. It's got to be genuine and it's got to be honest. Yeah, so social media has kind of forced this transparency upon us, really. Yep, like 100%. Okay, you talk about your inner dialogue about yourself and how selling affects how you sell. Mm-hmm. Can you explain a bit more? Yeah. So what's a good way to sort of summarise it? That my, I'll use my seven-year-old. So my seven-year-old, his name's Cooper. He was taught at school that, that you can have helpful thoughts and unhelpful thoughts. And so his teacher explained to him that, you know, what goes on in your mind is actually you become what you think about. So if he's going in there and he's about to sit down and they're going to do a spelling test, this is really hard, I'm going to get them all wrong, so on and so forth, that negative dialogue is going to have a direct impact on that on Cooper's performance. So you think about sales and it's exactly the same. So if you're a person that does presentations and you're sitting in, standing in front of a group and your negative dialogue is, oh, my God, these people are going to think I'm stupid, I'm not good enough, blah, 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 and you go down that negative rabbit hole. Obviously, that turns into a whole, whole lot of bad. As a salesperson across the, um, across the expo hall here, you need to be sitting there going, you know what, the person sitting in front of me or the person I'm talking to is here, how can I add value? Yeah, How can I help this person? I've got a service or a product 
that's going to give them some really good success. So how can I help to add value to that particular person? So the inner dialogue, it doesn't matter if it's sport. It doesn't matter if it's business. It doesn't matter if you're in sales. Your ability to be able to control what you're saying to yourself has an absolute direct correlation into how you perform. Okay. Rapport is also another big thing, mm-hmm. and I guess, and that's um, important then when you're selling authentically. Mm. So what's the best way to create rapport and trust with the client mm. in an authentic way? Right. So as far as rapport goes, we, we have two ears and we've got one mouth, all right? And if you think about that, that means that we should listen, okay, twice as much as we should talk. So if you're looking to develop rapport, actively listening to what someone is saying to you is going to be the best place to start. Yep. So that's called active listening. And now you probably heard me already in today's podcast, I've talked about my son. So I've got uh, I've got two little boys, but I have a natural go-to that I've got things that I talk about that I get re- develop rapport with people naturally. So if I speak if I speak to a, dad, a mum or dad, what do I talk about kids, right? I love basketball. So if I'm talking about to someone about sport in general or in particular basketball, that is a way that I connect with people. You know, the fitness industry we're in now, nutrition, meditation, podcasts. So I suppose for those people listening, going, you know, how do I develop rapport with my new clients or new prospects? How do I develop better rapport with my existing suppliers or whatever it might be? It's about actually thinking about what are your go-to things you like to talk about, but also actively listen to make sure when these particular topics come up, that's the way you go. So it's finding some common ground. A hundred percent. It's about common ground. Mm. Totally. Okay. So what role does motivation play in authentic selling? Yeah, it's, it's the, you know, if you are motivated and your driver is motivation from within mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe you, you use the example of a membership consultant who has been in the business for 12 months and they're getting to a point now where their goal is to buy their first house. And so intrinsic internal motivation for this particular membership consultant will be about what do they need to do today? What do they need to do in this half an hour time slot in the call center or face-to-face with um, potential members? What do they need to do there that has a direct correlation to hitting their weekly goal, to achieving their monthly goal? And then if you're a good manager and you've actually worked out that I know my membership consultant what they need to put away for their general living. I know how much that deposit in 12 months needs to be. And then if you can calculate it on a monthly basis, what commission I need to put aside to ensure that I'm at a place to purchase my first home, can imagine the motivation from a membership consultant if that's their driver. And so this thing about motivation, intrinsically motivated, means that people, as salespeople, are going to do the right behaviours and not not become desperate. Okay. Yeah, so the desperate part of it comes about when you are not motivated. Your motivation might be, I need to hit my revenue target for this month or my boss is going to be, for want of a better word, pissed off. That is an extrinsic motivation, yeah? So what happens? They're not doing the work at the start of the month. 
They're not obviously going through the daily disciplines because their motivation isn't there. And then we get to the end of the month and that's when we start to see unethical and poor sales behaviours which lead to unethical sales. And that's, how, I suppose, that's in a nutshell how I sort of summarise it. Okay. So if a PT adopts this authentic selling approach, what sort of turnaround could they expect to see in their results? Yeah, it's, it's a really good question. And I've a number of my clients that I'm working with currently, we've had to go back to basics because the human nature says that if I've been doing something that has been working to a reasonable result, then why should I go back and change it all because I'm not guaranteed to get an even better result? So I suppose this is when the word that comes out for me is courage. So if you are a personal trainer, if you are a small business owner, if you run a a bunch of salespeople in a sales leadership or management role, I think you've got to have the courage to then go, you know what? I know what I'm doing is not going to get me to where I need to get to in the long term. So I might have to face a little bit of short-term pain to be able to get to where I want to get to. And so what that means is that the benefits of selling authentically allows you to have this rock-solid base of referral business. And I had a um, one of my clients who's got a 24-7 club. She was very much against referrals at point of sale. And I explained to her that, you know, I've got a guy that I train with two o'clock Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And the reason that I don't miss is because it's I'm committed to go and make sure we train together. If I didn't train, his name's Andy. If I didn't train with Andy, I guarantee you I would have missed way more sessions than I have. And if I'm going to miss a session, I'll ring up Andy, mate, meeting's been pushed back, whatever it might be. So Authentic selling actually allows you to develop amazing referral-based business because you've got credibility, you're being open, you're being honest. People buy from people they like and they trust, okay? So in this situation, and I changed my operating system from what I was doing to now this approach of very transparent, open, honest, all about finding out what the person's motivation is. And now over time, you're going to get these loyal, solid referral-based people, uh, clients or members that are then going to be able to give you back all the work that you've put back in and obviously becomes a positive spiral up as far as the person then changing their behaviours to get an even a much better outcome and a much more consistent outcome to their, their fitness business. Okay, so there's going to be a certain willingness maybe to let some prospective clients go that aren't right for what you're selling. Yep. And having the faith that in the long term you're going to be you're going to be working with more of the right kind of people that you need to be working with. And that's 100%. And you, you need to know, you know, in your business, who is the right client for you? You know, and there's going to be times where if you can't deliver what the people, what the particular prospect is asking and you just do the paperwork for paperwork's sake, that's when it's going to come back and really bite you. Okay. Being able to promise what you're going to deliver, over deliver is going to lead to your success. Joanna, this is all excellent advice. So um, any any further advice for PTs that are struggling to sell and around the, the area of authentic selling? I think if 
you're listening to this and you're a personal trainer and you're in a place where it's all too hard, I don't know what to do, I think the first place to start is to go back to where your motivation is. You know, so like the example I use for the membership consultant looking to purchase their first house, understanding what their what your motivation is as a personal trainer and getting really clear on that. But I think the other piece which is vital for any person in sales is, you know, Michael Jordan. He's, you know, one of the probably the best basketball player, you know, the world's ever seen. So what his one of his quotes is that you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So if I'm a PT, I'm like there going, you know, I don't know if I can do this. Let's revisit, go back and go, okay, what's my motivator? Where do I want to be? And then once you're clear on that, you need to go out and have a crack, you know, go out there, do what you need to do, get uncomfortable, do the lead generation, which you know you need to do have the conversations, do the sessions that you need to do to get people involved, get them to taste what you're all about and have that, um, I suppose, that intrinsic motivation to turn things around and and do what um, what you really want to do. Thank you, China. If listeners want to find out any more uh, about the kind of work that you do, is there anywhere that they can find out more information? Yeah, for sure. So my website, so www.chinarichardsoncoaching, so all one word, .com.au. Is, uh, is my website. You can find me, China Richardson Coaching, on um, Instagram and also on Facebook. And um, if you want to drop me a line or uh, send me a message, I'm always willing to uh, have a chat, and particularly people that want to reach out and um, are looking for some support, I'm always there to, um, to add a bit of advice and see how I can help. China, thanks again for talking to the Fitness Industry Podcast. Ollie, thank you very much for your time, mate. For a huge range of online courses focusing on program design and PT business development, including the course Maximise Your Marketing, Minimise Your Admin for PTs, head to the network website. Courses are fully accredited for CECs and other continuing education points, and network members get massive discounts of up to 40% off. Go to fitnessnetwork.com.au forward slash CECs today to grow your skill set and fitness career.